Hi, friends. Surprise. This is episode one of podcast number, I want to say three now. So you know how it goes. I have found my groove. I am here with plans moving forward, and I'm really excited. I'm recording this right now. It's snowing outside, first of all, which is like an added sprinkle of magic, but it is winter solstice tonight. So if you're into that kind of thing, you know it's a great night to be starting a new like big passion project. So again, I'm really excited. This first episode is just a little different because I want to quickly run over what this podcast is and just kind of want you to know what you're signing up for here on week one if you're already here, which is awesome. But then I will dive into a topic and we can chat just like we usually would. So here's the details. I am planning for weekly episodes shooting for Mondays. Um, I love Mondays, the start of a new week. It just feels like a fresh start and a fun time for an episode to come out. You have all week to listen to it, but it's also just a nice way to start the week, especially if we talk about anything that's like really helpful or motivational, which is always a goal. But my goal is for every other episode to feature someone. So it'll be me and then me and a friend and then me just alternating weekly. And by friend, I mean, it could literally be a friend. It could be someone that I've personally known, but obviously we will be doing a lot of Zoom calling, which means it can be people that I've networked with on social media. I know from afar, maybe someone I put out, hey, I need someone with a cool story for the podcast or something. And I meet you through social media, who knows? But the point is every other week I will be having a co-host, which will be really, really fun. I'm excited for the variety that that will bring. But I also hope to utilize um, YouTube, not necessarily to like do YouTube, but you just like other podcasters do like record me recording an episode. Primarily, I want to do this so that I can add closed captions to the videos to make the podcast more accessible. I know there's people that like video, there's people that prefer just the sound, and then there's people that want or need the actual text and closed captions. So we do hope to be doing that in the near future. Now, I'm not limiting the show to one subject. I can't do it. (laughs) And I think that is somewhere that I really went wrong with past attempts at things like podcasts is I really felt like I needed to narrow it down to one specific subject or one specific passion. And if you follow me on Instagram, I don't just talk about one thing. And that's always been hard for me is I've always thought I need to narrow my content down, right? Like I need to have a focus on one thing so that I can actually grow within that community. But I just can't. I just have to, I have too many things that I really care about or things that I'm really curious about. And I know that with this podcast, that's something I'm so excited about is getting to have different types of guests on the show. Like think, hi friends, I am a writer. Hi friends, I'm a survivor. Hi friends, I'm a nutritionist. Hi friends, I'm a gentle parent or a mom. And there are just so many different avenues we can go down. And if that week's episode like isn't up your alley, then there's the next week's. And it's just a passion project of all types of passions. We're branching out all over the place. And I'm I'll say it 10,000 times probably within this episode, how excited I am. So it's going to be really fun. And I think one of the main personal goals within this is to let myself just go all in. Like whatever it is that we're talking about, we're going deep. 
There is nothing off limits censored, no editing. It is, I mean, unless it's really, really necessary, but it's the raw and like real deal. And honestly, mostly because editing is my least favorite thing to do in the world. It's why I've never actually kept up with YouTube or anything. I editing, it makes me crazy and it's so time consuming, but it's really hard in my opinion to make something like a podcast flow when you're listening to it because a podcast is like a conversation. Even when it's just me talking, it's like we're talking, right? So it's hard to make something like that flow if you're just chopping it up. So I really hope to keep it just like uncensored, raw, real as it goes, especially with guests, just keeping the conversation going. And not, I don't want to say like on Instagram, it's not necessarily that we care more about what others think, at least not me personally. It's more like I said, feeling like I have to limit my content to a certain extent or feel for what others are wanting to see. So I'm excited to just kind of let it go on this podcast and chat about everything. I feel like I've had a lot of stories and experiences that I haven't fully shared or dove into elsewhere that could be useful or could be interesting to listen to, I guess. Um, and I will say one more time that I'm excited and then we will move on because I asked for some talking points this week. Um, I didn't say that I was doing a podcast yet. I just said that for no particular reason, what are some things you would like me to talk more about? And there were some really good suggestions. And honestly, right off the bat, there were some like very heartfelt, personal, deep conversations that are going to be coming up. I will definitely do episodes on nearly every every answer that I got in the future. But the first one that jumped out at me was how to not beat yourself up on your worst days. And I chose this one because personally, right now, I really need to hear it myself. I need to do a bit of taking my own advice. And it's 2020. So I feel like a lot of other people can relate or may need to hear this one right now as well. So to start, just a little background. We are right now living with my aunt up in Washington State. We just moved from Arizona until our new house, our new rental house is good to go this spring. We are in a brand new state. The state's on complete lockdown, especially, I mean, maybe if you live up here, it doesn't feel like it anymore. But compared to Arizona, the lockdown is noticeably different, definitely a more intense, like more strict quarantine up here. So that's been a change. And just trying to feel homey in a home that's not ours with maybe a tenth of our own material items while the rest wait for us in storage until we move into our new house. Um, all of this in the thick of toddlerhood, two-year molars, <laughs> and still working on healing our marriage. So it's been a season and a half over here, and it's brought forth a lot of self-awareness and self-realization, relationship shit, <laughs> and mom guilt, all of it. It's, it's just one big, like, just ball 
of stuff. And I am not giving that background to say, oh, look how hard this season is for me. Like I said, you guys, my God, like this year is a lot for so many people. And everyone has like, even without it being 2020, we would still be in parts of these seasons anyway. So I just want to highlight that I know so many people are going through tough stuff right now. And I only give that background so that you know where this advice is coming from. And I can tell you what I've taken from it personally in my own little bubble right now. I wish I did, but I don't just have a straight up answer on how to be nicer to yourself. Like how to train that little voice in your head to not be such an asshole sometimes. How to give yourself more grace. I think we all know we need to do that, but it comes with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of practice and retraining our brains. And even then we still have days where it's just too much. But I, I honestly sometimes feel like 90% of our life is trying to heal, is just trying to heal, right? From shit that happens in our life. And like I said, we still have those days where it's just too dang much where we're pouring from an empty cup and that cup finally shatters and then we're really hard on ourselves we judge ourselves harshly for our reaction to that so again we're pouring from an empty cup that finally breaks and then we judge ourselves for how how we react to that breaking instead of recognizing what led us to that breaking and shattering in the first place, which was the empty cup that we didn't tend to, that we're letting get to the point of shattering. So I think it goes deeper than just how to be nice when we think we've messed up or how to have a like kinder inner voice, love ourselves a little more. Like it's not that simple, right? I think it starts with being nice on our good days too. And parenting-wise, moms, other gentle parents, you probably know this as well. I've learned a lot about positive affirmation, like acknowledging when your kid does good things more so than when they do bad things, not ignoring when they do bad, but not making it this huge reaction. And a lot of times they're doing like really, really good things. And we just don't even acknowledge it because we're like, oh, they're being great. So I'm going to go take advantage of it and do something else. Or I'm going to sit and enjoy it. But we don't sit there and say, wow, this is great. But then when they do something bad, they get this huge reaction. So it's natural for a, for a young toddler to do what it takes to get a big reaction. And I think with our selves, we, we also need those positive affirmations. We all have an inner child that needs tending to. We all do. And too many of us had to grow that inner child too young and, and repressed it too young. Is that the right word? Like we pushed it down. We made ourselves grow up. We became adults too dang young. And that inner child gets like shunned and it never gets tended to. And we don't realize that that's a really important part of our own self, self-growth. And the other half of that is what we put out, we get back, like on small and large scales. That is that is true. I mean, it's a part of the law of attraction. It's a part of so much. So meaning the more that we kick ourselves when we're down, the more down we're going to get. Like, how are you going to pull yourself up 
while talking yourself down. It's just not going to happen. If you're sitting there saying, I've been so terrible today, I've done so terrible today, how is that going to help you get up? And self-realization and self-awareness sucks, dude. Like it is hard. It is not pretty at all. You get to see those parts of yourself that you don't love, that you think are really ugly, and it can quickly lead to a gaping hole of just like truly self-hatred. It, it, it can get ugly quickly, but unfortunately, those parts of yourself that you're seeing that you don't love, they are the parts that need the roots dug up so that you can love and nurture them. Those are the parts of yourself that need the most attention. So when you're complaining about something, even if it's on a bad day, say you feel like you did a bad job as a parent or as a significant other or a friend or at your job, or you just didn't show up for yourself that day, you have to just jump, jump straight into the tough love. And this is, this is what's hard. And it takes so much time to get to the place of being able to even think tough love in those moments, because it is not at all our natural reaction. It's not. But you have to jump straight into that tough love and just say, okay, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to change that for yourself? Because no one can do it for you. If you think you've been a bad mom, who's going to change that? Someone can come at you with affirmations and reassure you and say, you're not a bad mom. You did great. You're doing your best. But who's actually going to change the actions that you feel badly for? And that is where the self-love and nurturing comes in because you have to support yourself how you need to along the way. Once you've given yourself that tough love, you have to like be the one holding your hand as you walk your way through what you do with that. You have to love yourself enough in the first place to want to change it. And that's what's going to bring you to that next level. And it's super shitty to look at a situation and say, well, crap, I am the only one that can fix that. It is so natural to want to toss the blame elsewhere. Like I, it really is, I think, human, natural human reaction to automatically just say like, I didn't, it's not my fault. You don't want it to be your fault. You never want to be the bad guy. Look at it in relationships. We always want to blame the other person. When a friendship ends, you want to blame the other person. It is so natural. Even in parenting, you want to blame your kid, but you don't always want to take a look in the mirror and say, what could I be doing as a parent that's influencing this? So it is, it sucks to look at a situation and say that you're the one that has to fix it. But I also think that the natural pushing it off on someone else is, is just our initial reaction of self-love. It's just us trying to make ourselves feel better right off the bat. So it's not something to like be mad at yourself for. It's, it's just natural and it's your way of trying to comfort yourself right off the bat. But it's definitely not what's going to do the hard, good, dirty work that's going to actually pay off in the long run. It's kind of like when you ignore your problems which I know I do often, <laughs> like it feels good at first. Maybe you cover it up with some retail therapy or whatever is your vice, but it feels nice to be distracted, right? But they're always going to come back and they're going to bite you in the ass 10 times harder when they do come back. So it's best to just, bam, 
face it right off the bat. So take it easy on yourself on your tough days. Like don't stay up that night overthinking and rewinding over and over. Truthfully, I think it's helpful to treat it just like any other day. You can apologize to who you need to apologize for, yourself included, and just wake up the next day ready to try again because we should be putting in that effort every single day if we really want to improve how we handle things overall, which brings it back to how you handle your good days directly reflects in how you respond on your bad days because you have to recognize when you're doing a kick-ass job too. And I'll take a quick step back, honestly, to say that I know it's not an easy everyday thing. I mean, I don't even do this every day. Like I said, I need to take my own advice. That's part of the reason that I chose this subject to talk about because I have not been doing exactly what I'm saying right now lately. But I know that when I do it, it works and it helps. So I know it's not an easy everyday thing. I know, I don't know anyone that just wakes up every day like ready to just kick butt and We all have our low energy, low vibe days, and we have to hold space for those because they do matter. Like they, that is what's showing us the things that do need work. That's what's showing us the things that need nurtured and dug up. They need support and attention. So even though they are very easy to hate, try not to hate those days too much. Because first of all, the more like disdain we hold in ourselves, the more negativity we're going to bring to the surface. But without those days, more than anything, without those days, there is a lot you would not know about yourself. And you would not know the things that you want to correct and you want to do better. And you would not know the things that you need to heal within yourself to do better overall. But on those days, like don't not do any self-care. Like don't just throw your hands up and say, okay, well, this day's, this day's gone. I'm giving up. You don't need to punish yourself. Like you should, you should keep trying, you know, even if, even if it feels hopeless, there are some days where I throw away all my plans and just go get a smoothie in my pajamas because that's what I feel like will help me that day. And that's fine. It is fine to go out of your way to try to do self-care to make yourself feel better. If you can't just talk yourself into feeling better, that's pretty normal and it's okay. So don't just give up, like don't stop trying because it feels hopeless, but just know that those days where you try and you just can't seem to turn it around and it really does feel hopeless, just know that those days do have purpose as well. And I will throw in just some basic things to try that do really help me and can oftentimes at least give me a little reset on my day, even if it doesn't fix it entirely. But the main thing is definitely going outside, regardless of the weather. As obvious as that seems, as much as people suggest it, it's true. It actually does something for your health. It is not entirely a mental effect. It's actually good for your physical health as well. So going outside, never a bad idea. Just give it a try and don't get discouraged by the weather. That's something that can also really benefit you mentally is getting some gear and getting out regardless of the weather so you don't feel trapped inside because of it. I'm talking like rain and snow. Just try to find ways to go enjoy it anyway and make the best of that. 
If you do follow me on Instagram, you know I'm reading a book right now called There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather. And it's all about how in other countries they do just live life right along with the weather. They walk to school when it's negative temperatures and their kids do forest school. And it's just really how people are meant to live. We are supposed to be outside a lot more than many of us are. And it's really beneficial for our physical and mental health. So anyway, that's a long way to say, try going outside regardless of the weather. You can take a drive. A lot of times I will do like a drive up order or some kind of drive through or a food pickup just to, even if it's just like a smoothie or a drink, like I said, just something small, just to feel like I kind of did something. And another way that I do like to try to reset is just by turning, either turn your phone on do not disturb or just kind of flip it upside down, put it out of sight. Don't feel the pressure of responding or answering and just blast some music that you want to turn up so loud that you can't hear anything, including yourself. Sometimes that is all you need for a good reset. It feels really nice. And if you are a mom, try involving your little ones. Just take take a deep breath and then try to involve them with what you're doing. Because I know sometimes it can feel so overwhelming to try to get a task done. Lately, I have been involving my toddler with some like deep breathing. I've been teaching her how to take deep breaths. And it helps because while she's doing it, I'm doing it and it feels nice. And I'll even turn up some music and we'll have a little dance session. There are all kinds of things you can do that may seem so daunting. I know the smallest task can seem so heavy. And sometimes it's just being stubborn. Honestly, sometimes our brains are like, no, you know what? That's not going to work. Or maybe I don't want to feel better right? Or maybe you don't think you deserve to because you think you've been super shitty that day and a dance party is not allowed. But I'm telling you, it is. You can always, always, always try to reset. You always have permission to try again. You can always apologize. Things are never permanent. So give it a try. You are human. You are growing every day. And that is that on that subject for today. So thank you for being here and listening to me talk. Next week, I'll have a friend. And I hope this was a happy piece of your day where we'll talk about this episode on my Instagram uh, today, if you're listening to this, I guess, because I'm recording this tonight, and it will be posted tonight. And I will tell you all about it tomorrow, which will be your today as you listen to this. So It will be on my Instagram stories. That's something that I plan to do weekly with every episode is throw up a little questions box and talk about the topic that we talked about here so that we can kind of dive deeper and have that little sense of community and we can all chat about it, maybe put up some polls and hang out. So if you listen to this, meet us there. Thank you again. And I will talk talk to you next week. I am happy You are here, friends. Bye.